The information given and the discussion had in this podcast are not meant to be a substitute for any licensed mental health, medical, educational, or legal professional. Please reach out to any licensed professional who can better assist you. Welcome to the Life After 25 podcast. It's ghetto. We ain't asked to be here. Zero out of five would not recommend. That's cool though. We got you. Life After 25 is your guide through adulthood. It is the one hood we all have to travel through. So why not do it together? Welcome to the party. You want to wrap it? Yeah, come on. Welcome to, hold on, hold on. Let me Google the lyrics. I don't want to be looking crazy like you. Hold on. Wow. Oh, wow. I want to rap. Oh, sorry. It was just so yeah. aggressive. I wasn't yeah, ready. No, because Renice, you don't never know the lyrics, baby. But, but you don't have to say it like that. I'm sorry. I apologize. I apologize. You like embarrass me in front of me. All right, all right, all right, baby. Wait, you were, you recording <laughs> it now? Yeah. Oh, wow. Awkward. <laughs> all right, so start it. Oh, well, you say you started it awkward. <laughs> It's a Mac Feck, I'm in a black back, and we never lacking that strap. I'm a drive through, and if you back back, it's gonna clap, clap, and that's that. What song is I'm that? I never tap, tap if I like the hoe, and you act like you like you like her, though. Never backtrap, oh, and I ain't fucking with you, and I can sit with us, but you might can go. <laughs> All my pretty bitches, hot sedity bitches, got a milli bitches on go. All these silly bitches, I'm gonna kill these bitches, yo, pop, who the fuck wants smoke? Oh, yeah, that is Nicki Minaj in the Pop Smoke remix. Nah, she really killed it. I, if I listen to Welcome to the Party, I have to listen to the remix with Nikki. Period. Who? And rest in peace, Pop Smoke. Yeah, like I just got. Oh, uh, in- did you see the video? Um, it came out like maybe a month ago. It was him when he first heard. I think he knew somebody popping was gonna be on a remix, but they didn't tell him it was Nikki. So he was in like a club of scent, and then they played the remix, and he heard that it was Nikki on it, and he was so fucking hyped. It was so cute. Because for, to be honest, Nikki really is even female, not even just female rapper shit. Nikki is that bitch. Like to all these like young rappers, like you hear Mulatto talk about her growing up. Yeah, she's that bitch rap wise, not even just female rap wise. Like, you know, lyrically. I, I know she's a little crazy now. And she married that man. But anyway. Even if she's uh, crazy now, her last album, Queen, one of my top two. I would say top two, top three Nikki songs come from off that uh, Queen album. It's um, um, Hard White. Listen to Hard White. I love when women talk they shit. And Nikki talking her shit on Hard White is top three Nikki songs, hands down. Hands down. Alrighty then. <laughs> I ain't never have to strip the take the pole alrighty position. Alrighty then. Oh, alrighty then. Alrighty then. No shade um, to Cardi because I love Cardi too. Oh, okay. We love all the female rappers out there in these streets. That's not true. Uh, oh, wow. Who you don't like, Dom? Asian Debrat can go somewhere. She's annoying. You don't like her? She's really I've annoying. never listened to any of her songs. I don't know what she's about. I haven't, and I'm probably not going to now, oh, wow, she's okay. really annoying. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, Rest in peace, King Von. I never heard I, one of your songs, but it said oh, that you died. Oh. <laughs> did you hear that the rapper who um, did <laughs> Whip and Nene, he got arrested for murdering his cousin? Silent Joe, yes. I said, what is oh, wow, you know going his name. on? <laughs> Yo, Dominique, be knowing the she, she be in this whole, what is a day generation, um, generation Z? 
She yes. trying to be generation. Why can I not talk? She be trying to be Generation Z so bad. We're millennials. We're millennials. She wear her skinny jeans no more because them niggas told her she can't wear them no more. Like, I never said that. I was just letting you guys know what the new fashion choices are. But I'm always up to date on my flop history. You guys know this about me. Because I, you really guys, you work with kids too. <laughs> it's like one of my favorite things. Like when I, I like I sent you guys a YouTube video of Tisha uh can't of Tisha Campbell giving the middle finger to people who were laughing at her performance. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised it wasn't me. Like <laughs> something wrong with her. Something wrong. With her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you if you have any extra time, please look up Tisha Campbell giving the middle finger. We will to not the audience members. Yes, we will not. Oh my god, she I'm was not. mad as shit. She needs to be mad at her manager for letting her go out there and sing. Mm. Ooh, ooh, child. Mm. <laughs> so anyway, how are you ladies doing? <laughs> like, I guess the check-ins are good, you know, for those who are listening, because both of them are just laughing and giggling and talking their shit. So. You know, I want to say that I am in a great mood because I listened back to our last podcast and you two are hilarious. I oh, wow. just want to say that. It'd be y'all. No, y'all are really fucking what, which, funny. Which episode was you listening that to? That was the, uh, what episode was it that we were, I was listening to? Oh, the uh, Dating as a Black Woman episode. Y'all funny as shit. Mm-hmm. Like, just the whole tw- first 20 minutes is just absolutely Oh my God. Ridiculous. First of all, it be because it be I be trying to live my life in a wonderful manner and Lorena always comes around and be like she's like that annoying kid that want to pop your bubble every chance she get literally she's a she's a sour patch kid she is literally a sour patch kid I am you'll go and pop your bubble and then she'll come and be like you okay no you little demon child and I'll be like hey baby you look so nice today she's annoying (laughs) <laughs> this skin just going away. I am a sour patch kid. I am, and that's on Gemini. Period. I think my favorite episode is um so far is that um random episode we did because y'all are crazy. Y'all are crazy. Which random episode? The one where you got when y'all came to Kansas. Yeah, never letting that shit go. That might just be like, my y'all know favorite that. one. Because I'm, I'm ready like for you guys to come back. Kansas, I was more quiet. It was y'all too. Were you really? You gave a whole spiel on uh, Lori Harvey. That's because she's the GOAT. Like, I couldn't be quiet about her. She's sis. She's actually younger than me, but she's mother. (laughs) Okay, she mother. Your house, what's the house name, honey? The house name is Hotels. Okay. Hotels. Like Jasmine Sullivan. You know, I still haven't listened to that album. I feel like you gotta listen, baby. It's a beautiful thing. It like spoke to me. Like it's first of all, we're not going into that in this podcast, but it spoke to me. (laughs) As a as a former hoe, it probably spoke speak to me too. All right. So let's say I am feeling okay. Actually, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing really good because I've been getting annoyed for the past week on all the bullshit going on. First of all, it's all that shit. Um, and for another disclaimer for y'all, we record this podcast before, like maybe I would say a month, a good while before it actually airs. So the whole T.I. and Tiny thing is a mess. That whole shit is a fucking mess. And yeah, I believe the victims because the way that T.I. acts, classic abuser behavior, everything they, they said that they did, they did that shit, period. Um, 
Mm-hmm. I agree. On top of that, this whole thing with the um, and we're gonna get back get into that in the episode because this episode is actually centered. Sorry, this episode is actually centered around the young woman in Harlem who was attacked by those hooligans. Um, them niggers. The, the, the fact that one of them was captured, the ER. and I am With very, ER. I'm, ve- I am very disappointed that they captured one of those motherfuckers, and y'all ain't put hands and feet on them. Y'all ain't do nothing to them. Like, no, like, I, uh, niggas, niggas in the hood ain't hooded no more. Like, what, the, what, what's up? Y'all should have dogged them out. Like, I wanted y'all to violate every single mm. one of those niggas. Like, y'all should have beat their fucking asses. Like, y'all and. Mm, I was gonna say some crazy ass shit because I was about to be like, oh, so y'all like putting your fucking hands on women? Where your fucking mom at? Where your sister, your auntie, your cousins at? But they ain't have nothing to do with it. Y'all really just let them get arrested and nothing happened to them? Y'all ain't beat their ass? Like what? Y'all ain't do- n- like no jumping, no nothing? Like what? But okay, let's let the, the legal system do what it gotta do. Whatever, I guess. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, I'm doing well. Um, I had a good day. I feel the same way <laughs> Lorena feels. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because it's you. Because I'm sorry. Go on, continue. continue. She's always laughing at me, and I'll be I'll be minding my business, chilling. They always think I'm doing something shady or weird, or and I really just be chilling. But now I had a good day. I chill. I've been snowed in for about two days now. I'm living my life, best life. Yeah, y'all got some really bad snow. There's like no snow here. Everybody from Philly has been like asking, "Oh, you, did you guys get snow?" I'm like, "No, I'm in the Midwest." I'm but like, it went the fucking snow when away. we went there, huh? That's I know. Crazy. Isn't that crazy? But we said... don't get like bad snow like that. Not like I did when we were on the coast, but that's because the storms come right off the coast and boom. Interesting. But in point Midwest, one for Kansas. We don't get snow that bad. It's snow. point one for Kansas. They get tornadoes. Point zero, nigga. Oh, uh, never mind. Take that point back. Take <laughs> that know. point back expeditiously. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Remember that time when I was in the Target? In Target. Like, oh, yes. yes. And, and I remember the when we went to Target. The first time I went there, we was in Target. You was like, oh, there goes the tornado shelter. Tornado shelter. No, I was so scared. I was in there with uh, one of my friends from here and all of a sudden, the, the tornado shit just went off, like the the sirens and stuff. And they were like, "Oh, can everybody please come to the back?" I'm like, "Come to the back? What is going on?" <laughs> they were like, "Oh, it's just the tornado warning. You guys just have to sit, stand back here. You can't be in the store." Excuse me. And I think, I'm sorry. What? Um, as a person living on the Northeast, hurricanes. I can do a hurricane with the ease. Mm-hmm. I can do a snow in my sleep. Like I didn't go. I haven't. Um, I took the past two days off work because I just, it's not in my spirit to go to work while the snow is falling from the sky, but I could have, I could have done it with ease. I have a cold, I have winter boots, I have thick socks, I have, you know, gloves and stuff like that. I just don't want to because I'm, I'm, I don't, as an African, I feel like I'm not meant to (laughs) and I'm already anemic and low iron, low blood, all that. I just don't, it's not a part of my lifestyle that I subscribe to, but if I had to deal with the snow, I could easily do it. I don't want to though. 
Speaking of your health issues, please don't do a seafood mukbang. I'm so sorry. I meant to tell it's you that before you mukbang. Oh, mukbang. Whatever. Mukbang. You don't need to do it because uh, you're going to be in the hospital. The second that you even go and like try the seafood, the buy the seafood, you're going to like walk out of the store and just like, I don't know, break out in the hives. Don't mm. do it. It's a no for me. Off, shorty throat start itching, which is a sign that her throat is going to probably close. So like, fuck hives. The bitch throat was going to close. <laughs> It's never happened before. Who knows if it will happen? What happened when you went to my birthday that time I wanted it? I had it at Hibachi's. All right. You almost died. Remember? My bridal shower. You had to stand Oh, yeah. Outside. I couldn't do that. That Oh, that's because they were cooking it in that same room, too. Oh, no. You're talking about doing a, mu- a mu- mukbang, whatever the fuck you're about to Death. That's what that sounds like to me. Please, a hospital to visit. Oh, yeah. Please I forgot go. about that. Never mind. All right, ladies. So, Black Girl Magic, Black Boy Joy. Black Girl Magic, Black Girl Magic, Black Boy Joy. Sounds like the theme song to a sci-fi show. Black Keep going. Boy joy. And you are tuning in to Black Girl Magic, Black Boy Joy. Hey, so our Black Girl Magic for tonight is Cloud 10 treats cloud 10 treats ceo charnay is a black woman-owned business charnay who has been in business for herself since march of last year has any single type of treat that you want now i've heard they are dope i haven't unfortunately been able to try them for myself but she has treats snacks, infused foods. She also provides portable hookahs, anything that you need for your, of course, we're in quarantine. So a lot of our gatherings now are small in-house based, but if you want your event to be lit without having to do all the extra stuff, hit up Cloud 10 Treats on Instagram. I have some friends who have tried her stuff and they really said they were lit. Like, no, like you get your, your money's worth with her. And I have, you know, we've worked together in the past and I know she's a dope person as an individual. So let me tell you something. You need that hookah. You need them treats. And, and she, I've seen, um, you know, on her Instagram or whatever, I have seen on her Instagram that she does actually do meals and foods. Hit her up. Cloud 10 Treats on Instagram. Charnay. Mm. You, go ahead. Yeah, better slide in them DMs. Slide, no, slide in her DMs, but don't be fresh. Don't be fresh. And to her, we sent y'all. Period. Pooh. All righty then. All right, guys, for this episode, I just have a little intro before we get into the actual discussion topic. Um, as a lot of you know, and another disclaimer, we do record our episodes beforehand. So the topic just kind of goes into sexual harassment. And I know the word sexual harassment is cringeworthy for a lot of people. It's like, all right, sexual harassment, but it's it's very serious. It's a thing a lot of us face, especially as women, especially as women of color. Women of color, in particular black, black women, have a higher rate of being sexually harassed and facing sexual assault 
and rape at younger ages than our female counterparts. Um, and this is starting off our whole discussion on it, especially this being March, which is Women's Month. And we just want to get into this topic and, and dig deep into it and actually give it we want to discuss it, but still do it in a tasteful way that gives us the dignity as women to get what we're feeling across to other women. Um, and something crazy happened in January of this year. A 31-year-old woman in Harlem, New York, stopped by a liquor store around 6 p.m. on a Monday. Regular Monday, I'm assuming she was going after work or not. It doesn't matter. She stopped by a liquor store to buy a bottle of wine. While she was in the store, there was a man who was a part of uh, a trio. There was three of them. So he offered to buy her a bottle of wine. Common occurrence when you're a woman, right? People offer to buy you a drink, buy you this, that, or third, blah, blah, blah. So she declined his offer. Still, we're in a common occurrence. Common interaction. Can you do this? No. Yes, no. Yes, no. Right? After making her purchase, she left the store. That trio of men followed her outside of the store where they had an interaction with her. She tried to walk away from them and they brutally attacked her. One of the men even went so far as to biting the area around her actual eye. And this Next part I took from the, um, it, it's a quote from the actual initial news article when it's happened. It said that that eye that he tried to bite no longer opens. Mm. That's insane. Mm. Can you imagine? So that is our intro topic, intro discussion going into our topic tonight, which is revolving around sexual harassment wow he needs his ass beat i hope he gets his ass mm. beat when he's these in jail niggas, no seriously out here, this, that story reminded me so much of what happened i can't remember the year i want to say that was higher around 2014 maybe 13 maybe even earlier than that but definitely after 2009 and um the caribbean day parade is in brooklyn new york mm. And I remember mm-hmm. the young lady, the guy I was think- dancing on her and she asked him to stop or she moved away and he shot her in her head because she didn't want to dance with him. She didn't want to dance with him. Men are I so think- entitled. And that's what gets me upset. How the fuck are you that entitled to my body? How are you that entitled to like, or definitely that privilege that when you hear no, you automatically want to harm me because your fucking ego is bruised. Mind you, ain't nobody paying you no attention. It's your personal ego that's bruised. Like, you niggas is fucking weirdo. But what's even crazier is that there have been so many, I feel like it's been so much more normalized for these niggas to be pulling out guns on women. I've seen, like, three videos this year or, like, heard of three occurrences of men, like, pulling out guns on women because they're upset about like mm-hmm. a, a, either a domestic dispute or like a woman said something oh, wait, so you shoot them? domestic us. so you shoot them like this is what we do you shoot them it, it's, Fragile it's crazy egos. and it, and it's, i blame their goddamn mamas too because oh no 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 not just their mamas and their daddies yeah 
Because why the fuck you wasn't present in their life? Because that's what I'm assuming. And your mama, why the fuck you ain't raised no no good ass And dude? even beyond, but you know, we're going to get into it later. But, you know, with that being said, niggas out here is crazy. This crazy. So crazy. I definitely have a question for you ladies, though. Have you ever been catcalled? And if so, do you remember the age it first happened? And um, do you remember... Do you wait? Do you remember how old, or can you guess how old the cat caller was? So, mm. like, do you ladies remember that? Um, yes. One yes, thing I, do. I feel like we should talk about is cat calling. Um, I don't know if this is the <laughs> Merriam-Webster definition of cat calling, but let's uh, cat calling. You're in the street. You're walking. You're going about your business, and men on the street they're trying to talk to you trying to get their your attention they're you know probably screaming out or yelling out or just calling out inappropriate things to you as a woman mm-hmm. um yeah yeah i have been cat i feel like i'm cat wait i just wanted to let you All know the, the urban time. dictionary definition never mind never mind never mind bitch sexual remarks made by men passing women on the street usually cat calls are about the woman's body as a okay. whole or a certain feature That's pretty accurate an example is damn girl that ass look fine random ass guy on the street and an example of a woman is, oh, I'm so tired of these cat callers. These oh, wow. Okay, that's pretty accurate. Um, no, so, yeah, but- I remember the first time I was cat called. Yes. When I, I don't remember, like, the age, but I knew it was after I got boobs. And it's not even, like, um, like that was this was the one that stuck out to me because I'm pretty sure I've been cat called before then you know you live in Philly if or in any urban city I feel like if you grow up in that then that's something that you're going to that unfortunately happens but I was walking to the bus stop I had to be in like seventh grade I just got boobs some man was biking and was like yo I just want to squirt all over them pretty titties like yelled it at me when I was like I, I was a child child I was so embarrassed. You said seventh like, grade? Yes. That's like, like 12, 13. No, yes. I think that's young. That's like 11. Disca- we- no, that's not 11. That's seventh grade is 13. I'm about to say, 13. hold on. Y'all know I'm bad at math. That's when I first got boobs. Like, dudes were like, it was because I'm very heavy chested, but like, I was smaller, but like with the same boobs. So it was just like, Boom, like there's a lot of chess going on. So I was just, it was like, I I remember like whenever I would see a group of guys, I would intentionally cross the street because I didn't want anybody to say anything to me. And I remember one time when I was going like around to cross the street or I'd like walk into the street, one dude was like, damn bitch, we wasn't even going to say anything to you anyway. Clearly you were because why are you worried about you me? You already on my motherfucking top, the fuck? Like, oh my gosh, yes. Oh, it's terrible. Like, it was terrible. I know, like, any woman who's grown up in the city has experienced that, and it's awful. Oh my God. Like, I, I'm like the opposite. I've always been like bottom heavy. So I've always been like, I have like, you know, thighs and hips. And I think, 
probably like 11 or 12. The first time I ever remember being was the first time I ever remember being catcalled. And I swear, I don't even remember what was said. I just remember like, um, so the house I grew up on was on a street that had a bar, an actual bar, like a lit ass bar on the corner. And sorry, y'all. And I remember one time I was like, because um my corner store used to close at what nine eight i think 8 p.m or something like that so i was like going outside real quick to go to the store before it closed get what kid shit i'm like 11 12 chips or some shit like that and just i think it was um the niggas on the corner who was saying slick shit and i'm just like okay i feel uncomfortable now i'm a first of all me not even me being that age i'm not realizing how adult how grown these motherfuckers are if you're mm-hmm. at a bar, you have to be 21 or older to get in. I am 12. I'm a child. I'm 12. I am prepubescent. Like, what? But the it, it, the crazy thing about being catcalled, it makes you feel some type of way as a, as that age. It makes you feel, feel some type of way. Like, Dom, you're saying it made you feel what? I was embarrassed. And like, it made I you feel embarrassed. Through. A group of guys, if I ever saw a I'm group of dudes, I would always cross the street. Yeah. Like, scared. <laughs> like, scared. And I'm 12 what? and it makes me feel some type of way. And I'm a child. Mind you, you are a, a you're above, you're what, three years over the consulting uh, uh, adult age. You know better than to talk that way about a child. It is, it is crazy. So those motherfuckers must have been old as fuck. They at least had to be 21. It just, uh, it was disgusting. And it, I don't know, it's, it's, it's even something like before I leave the house, like if I'm just going to go, you know, run to the corner store real quick, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm one of those people who I take pride in my appearance. I like looking nice. I like looking in the mirror and seeing how I look. So I might just, even if I'm running outside real quick, do my eyebrows and my lashes, blah, 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 just because I like looking nice. But if I know if I'm I'm going to come across a bunch of like niggas who I don't want to interact with, I might just leave myself looking dusty. And it doesn't then you're, work. And, I'm about to, and then you're still going to get some type of unwanted advance or interaction. That's the crazy thing. Like you be in your head like, I look terrible. I don't got dirty sweatpants on everything and it's still going to be in your face. It's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm. let you be doing something normal like I don't know, chewing a lollipop or um licking an icy. Oh my god. Or something. You know, normal kid shit. Like because you're a kid. Because you're a child, a kid, or even you're a grown ass adult and you're just minding your business. Let me continue to mind my business. You know what I realized? Like, you know, I can't really remember the first time that I got catcalled or even people faces. I know it has occurred because I'm to this day, to this day, if there is a group of dudes on a corner, I am making sure I do not walk on that side of the street, even if I have to be on that side of the street, like by the end of my destination. So I know something's happened. I just can't like identify yeah. a specific. Yeah. Time. And that's I don't a- know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Is it like my brain is blocking it? Or is it it happens so frequently that it's super fucking normalized for me? Like that's, that's crazy. Cause it's like with me, I don't even remember what was said, but I know it made me feel uncomfortable. Like I know the age, I know what I I can remember what I had on, and how I was dressed, because it was the summer. But 
I don't remember who said, I just know it made me feel some type of way about me. And, and mm-hmm. <laughs> it kind of makes you feel dirty as a, as a young girl, because you don't know what's going on. Nobody has ever, did anybody give you guys like that conversation before like that? No. Birth in the beads? no, not even birds and bees about like that happening to you being, no, no, no. None of it, as, uh, <laughs> it wasn't even a conversation because it shouldn't have been happening. Mm, it's crazy. Go. Not Especially when you're 12, your parents Hello? don't think that they don't happen. think that's gonna happen to a 12 year old because you're a child, you know you're a baby. Is? For at least in my opinion, for me, I don't think the conversation was had not because they didn't think it was gonna happen, but I just don't think I think it's super fucking normalized that that is also don't even true. have the conversation because mm-hmm. you just like they'll figure it out. It's so normalized. I, mm. Something popped in my head just now. Like, I think I definitely suppressed those memories. Like, I just remember one time being on a train and I don't even know what exactly happened, but I was with my mom. And for those who personally know me, like me and my mom look nothing alike. You'll never even know we're related. And I just remember, like, I think this, maybe it was an older guy, something doing something very inappropriate. And I just remember my mom spazzing on the train. Like she's a child. Da, 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 da. But I just, it's sad to say I cannot remember a specific time, but I do. I, I personally probably think my brain has suppressed that bullshit. But mm-hmm. I do know I have. A, I will stay away from these niggas, y'all. It's, it's, if it's too many of y'all Negroes, I gotta. Mm-mm. I don't know what you do. And, and I'm not even talking about black men. I'm just talking mm-hmm. about men in general. Mm-hmm. If it's too many of men in one area, I get uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And that's so, so me bad. Yeah, yeah, black man, I'm just saying. And you know what's funny? I remember a time my grandma spazzed on a dude for like I think he like looked at me or something. I can't exactly remember, but she was like, he, he was she was like, she is a child. She's a child. You were nasty. Just like blasted mm. on him. Like it's crazy. I my um so my two oldest nieces, they're pretty old. My niece after that, she is eleven. So I can't even imagine going out mm-hmm. with her and seeing and having a grown man. I can't, I, I, I wish a motherfucker would with my 11 year old. I've had to do that. Do though. something inappropriate with her. The I way I would snap child. Auntie Peach is going to be another person that day. And that's on that period. That's on that period. And I'm calling her dad. I'm calling yeah, my what? brother. <laughs> the fuck you think this is? It's not done with me. I've had to do that. One of my cousins, she's, she's, um, I can't remember how old she was, but definitely wasn't an adult because she's still not. But she's very thick, very thick. Um, and this dude basically was saying unwanted. He was like, she is a child, you nasty son of a bitch. Like, she is a child. You guys are just disgusting. And you know what's the, the scary part? When you say she's just a child, I don't think that turns them off. I don't think they're like, oh my gosh, she's a child. I fucked up. Like, cause some of these girls out here know shit. Cause they know. They, they do look, they do look no. a little older. No, I didn't, I didn't, I said no, some of the girls. But once you hear she's a child, even if you don't realize that she looks, she, well, I can't say that because y'all, it depends what y'all look at. Cause like, if you look me dead in my face, I look like a child. That's what I was going to say. But if you look at me, my height, my shape and everything, I did look like an adult. But if you look me dead in my face. And that's what I, I was going to say. Child. You know what the problem is? They're not looking at your 12. face. They're looking at your body. They're looking at how you develop. But if you look at that person for most, for the most part and look at us now, 
we can tell we probably couldn't tell the difference between somebody who was um 18 or 21 when we were 20 but as a almost 30 year old adult i'm i'm 29 right now guys i can tell the difference between somebody who's 29 and somebody who's 20 and somebody who's 16 i can tell the difference because i've passed that age i'm well beyond that age i can look at a young man and say and see if he's a baby or not you can differentiate that once you're past you that really age. Can. You can. If I'm, I'm. That's let's true. say I'm 30. I'm 30. I can tell somebody is between the age of 25 and 30 or between the age of 20 and 25. And I can tell someone is 18 and younger because they look young. These nasty ass motherfucking men can tell the difference. They don't care. At all. They mm-hmm. do not care. That's why, like, I'm not uh, negating anything you said, but I'm. I feel like they're not even looking at faces; they're looking at the other thing, and that's nasty. And try that shit around somebody who, not even has has to be related to me. I could be in the vicinity, and that person is a young woman. But this is why. This is why that whole thing with like dads feel like wanting to be super aggressive when a, when their daughters bring home men. Oh, hold on, hold on, honey. We're going to get into that. That's how Let's the fuck y'all be acting. Let's go to the next question because we're okay. going to get into some things this episode. Have you ever been made to feel, whether intentional or not, like any type of unwanted, unwanted sexual advances were your fault? And I, I feel like, Dom, you touched on this uh, um, a little bit in your first answer to our last question because you said it made you feel embarrassed. Mm-hmm. but have Super you been made to feel like it was your fault because of or by someone who um you know yes well oh, i'm so sorry i know you was talking to dom no no, no i'm I'm done but um something just popped in my head so i know you can go i'm sorry oh no 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 because i don't have anything to say that's why i was like go oh i remember <laughs> coming home from i don't know i was out and um, the buses wasn't running because to get to my house where I live at in the Bronx, you need to take a bus. So I called my mom to take a cab. No, I waited for the bus because my mom told me, she threatened me and told me not to bother <laughs> figure out my way home. But um, this car just kept driving, like making U-turns over and over in the same block just to be near the bus stop I was. And there was this group of older ladies that happened to be out I don't know what they were doing because it was like three o'clock in the morning, but they, them older ladies looked out and it was like, oh, he keeps circling. He trying to like, it, it was some weird freaky shit. Like he was just, just watching me. It was very fucking odd. And finally I did call my mom and I told her what happened. And she was like, get in a cab. And then I guess I had like, you know, it was, the, it was the late two thousands. I was dressed like a two thousander, I guess. Um, it, I just had on something really like a child inappropriate. Um, no, I was probably- like a child. I was just very, very provocative. And, but I do remember my mom making me feel like it wasn't even that provocative. I had on a really long t-shirt dress, but it happened to be the t-shirt dress was a little bit see-through, but I had shorts on. So, and it was the summertime. So I just remember my mom coming out and she was like, and look at the way you dress. That's why. And though I know she didn't mean it from a place of like, I guess, I don't know, misogyny. (laughs) But I do think like people do think of those whole like you have to dress a certain way just so you won't get raped. But like you can get raped, murdered, killed, dressed any type of way, no matter what you dress like. Mm -hmm. You could be dressed like a nun. 
and still get it. You can still get it. It doesn't matter how you dress, how you look. Um, you know what's crazy? So I think um, it's a, a I, I, I don't want to offend nobody who's African, but culture wise, it's a thing. It's a thing where it's like we keep um, stuff in within our community and blah, 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 and how we dress and how we look, it, it kind of influences it. And I think African women as a, as a group, as a unit, misogyny, misogynoir is a big thing. So if you're a young girl, young woman, how you dress, you get blamed for it. It's, it is a thing. So I feel as though um growing up that's been a thing look how you're dressed look what you're wearing blah 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 blah, blah. like that has been a thing and I I, I just want I don't know it, it kind of makes me think as, as a, a future mom I want to make sure that I am intentional when I talk to my my children my especially my female children but I ain't gonna leave my um, male children hanging how you're dressed has nothing to do with how you're treated it should not and if anybody treats you differently because you're a young girl and you're wearing a tank top or a two top they shouldn't be looking at you in that type of way anyway and let me know what they're um let me know what's what's up who this person is and if they're going to be around you that's crazy. I don't think I've had any instances where somebody's like made me feel like catcalling was my my fault or oh, like so I was victim. Let me um let me ask you. So I know you went to Catholic school too, like I did, right? Mm-hmm. Your your dress code wise. Um mm. think about dress code. I know yes. for dress school and Catholic schools, it was a lot harsher with young women than it was with young men. A thousand percent. And actually, even getting into the workforce, I um, I remember this one time when I worked for that racist bitch. Shout out to her. Oh, um, oh. If you listen to a past episode, then you know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, know, baby. I hope your life still sucks. Okay, baby. Um, I, she actually accused me of wearing leggings to work. I was not wearing leggings. I was wearing, they were dress pants. They were actual dress pants. And she said, oh, you're wearing leggings. They were print, they were print dress pants. No, I just have hips and I have thighs. Yeah. And you're mad because your butt is flat and nobody wants you. And that's why you have those big bags in your eyes and you're miserable and wrinkled. But that was one time that I was like, I felt slut shamed. And it was sad because it came from another woman, a white Mm -hmm. woman. In an adult setting at a job. And that also ties into racism. Black women traditionally are very hypersexualized and oversexualized, yeah. which is um, a part of victim blaming. Mm-hmm. And so I just wanted to throw that out there. Fuck you. Continue. Oh, my God. That's it. It's <laughs> my stomach hurts. <laughs> 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 what 
wait. Oh, I can't breathe. Oh my God, this just made me hot. Because she, she missed it though. I don't know why you're laughing because I'm serious. Fuck her. I wasn't oh, expecting you to say her name again. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Oh, child. Oh, man. That's well, just... negative reviews underneath the uh, the organization, too. Like, <laughs> like the whole... oh. I was born uh-huh. and I looked it up because I wanted to see if they were still in business. And I saw that they were, so I left some negative reviews. I hate it here. Earth <laughs> this did. ghetto. <laughs> Um, okay, <laughs> um, it, it, but that was a good point you made at the end. Um, a lot of um, a lot of black black women as a uh, as a group whole whatever we want to call it, how we want to group black women we are built differently. That's mm-hmm. also why the whole BMI scale is mm-hmm. racist. Racist. Let me say fuck. it again: the BMI scale is racist. Because as long as I am a grown ass adult, I will be considered obese. I'm mm-hmm. never going to be this. The the. <laughs> Let's get into that in a different thing. A lot of us are going to be considered obese and overweight because the scale is racist and they don't consider how we hold our weight. Period. Anyway, um, did the experiences have impact on how you moved throughout your life since then? So, like. For us who shared about the clothes situation being um, basically demonized for what we were wearing, how did that impact your life now and now and for the future? Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if anybody else does, but I um, I pay attention to everything now. As a woman, I pay attention. And I know... Uh, <laughs> I know niggas like to say they they always they always lurking they always you know looking at, you know what's going on around them blah 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 but no we're not talking about regular hood nigga being aware of what's going on around them we're talking about as a woman going mm-hmm. to the grocery store going to the mm-hmm. corner store going to to the hair mm-hmm. store how you're looking how you're dressed like me personally in the summer when it's hot as fuck. I ain't, I'm not that quick to throw some shorts on. I'm not, to be honest. If I'm going to the corner store, I'll probably throw on leggings or, or some, uh, something. I'm not going to throw on shorts real, real easy because I'm bottom heavy. I have big thighs and I'm hippie. I don't want anybody saying nothing to me. And then I'm the type of person I always like to listen to music or podcasts. I like to listen to people think uh, talk. I like to listen to people talk. So I always have like a mu- music or podcast playing and I don't, I'm, I don't know. I, I probably look weird in public cause I'm always like looking over my shoulder or I'm like looking real quick because I'd be damned if a nigga tried to say something to me or talk to me and I'm, I generally don't hear them, but they're so enticed by like <laughs> how I look and they try to like hit me with a bottle or like do something crazy or something mm-hmm. like that. Like, and, and you know what's crazy? It happens when you don't even have anything enticing on. I would never forget. I was coming from work one day. I got off work early. I was coming from work. It was broad daylight. And I was walking to my block. I was walking to my apartment. And I had headphones in. And this nigga must have tried to talk to me or something. And I didn't notice. I had headphones and I had some type of shit playing. I don't know. I didn't hear him. This nigga... I had a, and um, anybody who knows me, I take a book bag with, to me at work. 
So I had a book bag on my back. I walked past him. I must not have heard what he said. He grabbed me by the hook part of my book bag and I kept walking. And of course, when that resistance hit, I got pulled back and I turned around. I didn't even take my headphones out to hear what he said. I cussed him out like a dog in the fucking street. But the crazy thing is. But my thing is, I don't know if that nigga strapped. I don't know oh, if he got true. five niggas behind him. That's that's the thing we think about that's as crazy. women that niggas don't fucking think we think about. They don't think we have to think about. I didn't know what the fuck that nigga had. Like I really can go in when I cuss people out, but I I wasn't. It wasn't even like crazy. It was just like, yo, what the fuck you think this is? What the fuck you ho- like? Get the fuck off, man! You fucking stupid, like shit, like that, like light work, it's light work shit. I couldn't even like how light work shit. But my Get thing is with. But the thing is, you can't go in because you don't know what the fuck a nigga got. Mm-hmm. If you make, if I would have said you dusty ass, broke ass, bum ass motherfucker, what, what the fuck do I look like coming from work talking to you? And look at you. You stand on the block, you dusty, you dirty. I don't know if that nigga would have pulled out a fucking gun and shot me right dead no, in the fucking it, between my eyes. You don't know that. So as a woman, you yeah. have to keep that in the in the back of your mind at all times. I'm not even strapped. if somebody violates you. Even if they, so that's sad. the crazy thing. E, that nigga violated me i was That's walking on my way home and and i'm i'm already little like i'm five four Say i'm little i'm five four i'm five four i'm five four i'm little this was a a taller he must have been taller than me he was a bigger nigga like i can't fight you I, I like to think I can fight it and you know I, I i'm not gonna beat no fucking six foot ass nigga up yeah so yeah, my whole point is um me cussing him out like a fucking like how I really wanted to at that time could have brought me bodily harm. And the thing is, it should never have brought it it could it shouldn't have brought me bodily harm because I didn't initiate contact with you. I don't know you. I'm minding my business going about my business. And you didn't think to even tap even tapping me on my shoulder would have got me irked but it was better than grabbing me by my fucking book bag and trying to hold me back are you fucking dumb but i can't say are you fucking dumb because i might get shot in my head that's one thing as a woman that we go through that men will never understand no and let me tell you we really as women do be doing some shit to make y'all even I get, no, I don't get it, but we're so scared and nervous half the time that we, we play along with mm-hmm. the bullshit. Cause I just remember, and Lorena was there for this. And let's just let you know how like your friends need to, to read your cues a little bit more. I remember we was in Brooklyn at, in Coney Island and this mm-hmm. random ass nigga just came up and walked right up on me and stood right in my way and would not let me go. And the rest of my friends thinking I just know him because I start laughing because I'm nervous as fuck. I have a nervous laugh. If you really, really know me, you know, I have a nervous laugh. Well, you may not know this one knows she picks up on almost everything, but you may not realize I have a nervous laugh. I have a nervous laugh and I just start laughing and the guy walks up on me and the rest of my friends keep walking. I think you turned around, actually. You start noticing my laugh and was like, wait, that bitch don't know him. Because <laughs> her nervous laugh, she'd be like, it'd be like, uh, like it start like, uh, I'm scared. Yeah, it start like a stutter laugh. And it's so crazy because it's like, this bitch nervous. Look at her. And it's so crazy because it's like, men sometimes 
are so aggressive, they'll grab you. And it makes us uncomfortable. And y'all don't pick that up. I don't listen. Mm. You know, another time I think about when we was in Philly at, at Pinnacle, I think it might have been for Ashley's birthday. Wait, wait, Pinnacle? How? <laughs> this is back in our college days when we actually went the fuck clubbing. You we know, used to go to clubs and shit. You know, I don't think Pinnacle, Pinnacle is it Pinnacle? open. That shit ain't even right? open right now. No, it's, yeah, no it's you're saying office. it right. It's a post office. Go the fuck to hell. Yeah, it was Pinnacle. Years. You just dated the fuck out of us. Oh my God. Bitch, you might as well say fucking shampoo on Sunday. Oh my God. Oh, I just remember us in Pinnacle. And shout out to Pinnacle and everybody who knows what Pinnacle is. If you don't know, oh well, you young as shit. So we real And you might remember this, you might not, Lord. I think you're with one of the people this guy I was dancing with. Ooh. The lights came on. Nigga would not let me go. <laughs> My friends, no, it might have been Kiara. One of them bitches was begging this nigga to just let me go. That shit is weird. I don't think you niggas think that. Like, how would you feel if someone grabbed you and would not let you go? Like, your their friends are begging you to let them go. They're begging you to let them go, and you still don't let them go. What the let fuck? me tell you something. Now, when we just start fucking jumping y'all niggas, you know what? I feel like I'm I'm mm, I'm getting my license to carry. I'm gonna get my license to carry, <laughs> and the next time one of you dusty ass bum ass raggedy ass dusty ass bum ass niggas try my fucking friends, we're gonna jump you. Oh, I should have said. Yeah, we are we they gonna jump you, and I'm gonna pull my fucking gun out. Like, what's up? Oh wow! And what's up? And what you gonna do? Continue on. Go on about your business. Go on about your business. What if we started doing that to y'all? That's I mean, but to be honest with you, that is why straight men are scared of gay men because you think they're gonna do you the way you Mm, do the way y'all do us. That is why them gay niggas don't really want to do none of that shit. Mind you, they don't even be wanting y'all because y'all don't even wash y'all asses. First of all, we need to have a conversation. Like you heterosexual niggas, really. That's why I told y'all being attracted to men is a mental illness. It is a mental illness that we need to recover from. Straight. Help! I'm married to one. Oh wow! You deep in it. <laughs> Help. Help. Um, <clears throat> what about you ladies <laughs> anything um no. wait hold on pause it real quick i'm about to log back in on my ipad <clears throat> yeah blah, blah, blah. the whole point is i should have cussed that nigga the fuck out but i didn't you know why because i was afraid he was gonna shoot me in my fucking head and that that's an easily plausible situation i feel like when we talk to like men in our lives and shit like that we talk about situations we've been in they always say oh those are those whack-ass niggas those are niggas who not really men that's not really a man but those are men we encounter throughout our lives these type of men are way more common than they like to think just because you're not that type of man doesn't mean that your friend your cousin your homie your daddy even isn't that type of man. Has your first catcalling experience ever, has that impacted how you move throughout your life since then? A thousand percent. Um, I just, I, yeah, it definitely has, especially like when I think about like the way that I dress or like, I just, I always felt super cautious about what I wear, especially having bigger hips, bigger thighs. It's just like you always get you. It, 
it's just something that always sticks with you. And it's not, and it's not fair that you get traumatized like that. So a thousand percent. I mean, now I'm not going to, if I see, if I see niggas on the corner, I'm not going to walk across the street. Cause I think I feel like I'm a thug. Well, I am a thug. Fuck these niggas. But, um, it's still traumatizing. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. it's just traumatizing. Like I used to be that type of person where it was like, I don't give a fuck. I'm still going to talk crazy to niggas who uh, uh, come at me crazy or I'm if I, if I walk, if I'm walking down the street, if I'm walking down the street and a nigga try to talk to me now and I'm offended because he's a dusty as raggedy as nigga. And I don't even know how he had the nerve to open his mouth and say something to me. Like, boy, go to fuckhead. Now as like a more conscious older adult, I'm like, Oh no, thank you. I'm nicer. I'm very nice and kind to niggas who randomly you know can't call me or try to talk to me because i know the danger that i face mm-hmm. by you know coming at them crazy or coming at them sideways it's it's just something we have to come to terms with i usually just ignore them and if they're like in my like peripheral i'll say no thank you and keep it pushing. yeah but, but even i'm, I'm con- nicer than like you know I'm very conscious about like how far they are from behind me. I'm still looking behind my shoulders. I'm still very engaged with what's going on around me. Um, but it is very, very scary. You you just, you know, I am very mindful for us. of like what I will wear when I go outside or what how you look, how I will look. Like similar to Laura, I'm not quick to put on no shorts or anything. I just don't want to be bothered. I'm, I'm a firm believer. I don't want to be talked. I don't, don't want to be, be bothered. bothered. Unless you're coming up with a nice, like, excuse me, miss. What's you your- dropped your... Never yeah, mind, never mind. Never mind. Yeah, if you're coming up with something respectable, then I get you. But if you just like, hey, yo, ma. And my, my least favorite thing that y'all do, even though is one story that I'm not going to tell because she's going to curse me out. That is hilarious sometimes. But the least favorite thing that y'all do is when y'all be like, hey, yo, glasses. All right, we know I wear glasses. You ain't I know what the fuck you're going to say, you fucking bitch. She was going to be like, hey, yo, turkey thighs. I would never forget. It was that same Somebody fucking you day. Yo, it was that same That's fucking day. Where that, that, almost. It was the same day that nigga who came up to her in Coney Island. And we, we was in a fucking corner store. So I'm thinking, that's why I say I don't like wearing shorts like that. We had just got off the beach. We in Coney Island. We about to get like fucking liquor or some shit like that. It was in the corner store or something. And the nigga from, he's like walking past the corner store. He's like, hey, yo, turkey thighs. Why the fuck? Do you think I'm going to fight you? Like, do you think I'm going to respond to you positively? Weird. Like, hey, yo, turkey thighs. yeah, what? I don't men really, really. <laughs> y'all really think we're gonna respond to this shit? I just want to know, my man. You just call me fucking turkey thighs. Do you think I'm gonna be like, hey yo, yeah, they brought, bought, yeah, they Thanksgiving dinner, like sent, like what's the up? Butter ball. She got them no, go to the goddess hell swiftly to this day. That nigga who called me turkey thighs, I hope you burn in hell, nigga. <laughs> Yo. Dang. I wasn't going to mention it, see? You mentioned it yourself. Because I, I knew you, I, oh. I, I knew that's what she was talking about. Niggas but, um, are weird. They so fucking weird, yo. <laughs> that um, oh, but no, I really hate when they identify a body part. Like I'm really, uh, well, 
I'm I'm more confident now, but I was very self-conscious of like my weight. You don't have to mention like exactly that's so weird body parts like i'm telling all you have to do is say excuse me miss somebody come up to you like oh i like thick bitches okay my end oh i like big girls you cute in the face okay i know i'm cute okay my end and that's not a compliment hey what did you say i'm cute as fuck what's up i know you in the face but you see a bum ass motherfucking nigga i'm not gonna talk to you that's another thing. It be the bummity bum bum bum. But the thing that gets me, it be really the bums. But I just be like, so you think I going to talk to you? Like it makes you you know I had to, I was really big um. I have this blogger who I've really, really followed since she started blogging named Cece um, Olisa. And I really love her. And she had like this thing a few months ago about like dating. And she kind of stated like, you got to remember the bums. Don't think that the bums are just talking to you. Because sometimes that could play with you. Like if you have self-esteem issues, like, oh, well, maybe the bums notice that I have self-esteem issues and they think it's a, it's okay to talk to me. I don't know. But they bums talk to everyone. I just want y'all to know that they are the bravest motherfuckers on the planet. They have the biggest egos. They talk to everyone. I'm like, I'll be telling y'all, well, not y'all in particular, but I'll be telling other women, men will fuck anything. Well, men will fuck a jelly donut because they got cream inside. That's just the nature of men. Men will fuck. A jelly cream donut because it got, it got shit inside. Men will fuck anything. That's gross. Men will fuck anything. I'm not, we're not flattered by y'all catcalling us on the street because we know if y'all, and y'all easy, y'all easy to be honest, y'all easy. If you say, hey, yo, man, you think, hey, you want to go in the back of this alley and fuck right now, y'all gonna do it because y'all nasty, y'all easy. We know this. We don't want y'all. We don't want y'all. No, disrespectfully. I don't want no scrub. A scrub no. is a no love from by me. Have you ever been approached by a man, not been interested, but played it cool, i.e. still giving out your number, engaged in conversation? And if so, why did you do this instead of just ending the engagement? Because, bitch, I'm scared. Exactly. I don't feel like being cussed out. Absolutely. I don't want to be cussed out. I don't want to be held hostage. I don't want to be threatened i don't want to be beat up i don't want to be killed and it's sad that i have to hmm. do this so all of those things you, know, you mentioned are things that have actually happened. happened and you know what's crazy it's crazy is you niggas is so, like i can't even give you a fake number no more because you niggas be like all right i'm gonna text you right They'll now call you right i'll now. be like all right here's the real number let me make sure i block your ass and i don't walk over in this community ever again but they really will they will stand right in front of you and call and, you and call you or text you you got my text okay. yes and i'm playing cool mm-hmm, yes uh-huh. mm, yeah awkward as fuck Delete. a lot of niggas know me as shaniqua that's my cousin i would just tell them that. <laughs> <laughs> what i was saying my name so they know you as shaniqua as your cousin's name no <laughs> i don't even think i think i just used to give out like my nickname or i, I can never remember a fake name like i never can remember that shit well, I mean, it wouldn't matter because I had no intentions of ever seeing them ever again. That's true. But I grew up in like the Bronx and Harlem. 
you may see them again because this has happened to me. I may see them again. They may call your name. It might not be the right name and you still keep walking confused until they run up on you. It has happened to me. I'm just saying. So now I just go be like, here, here, take everything. Just leave me alone. I just want to be left alone. <laughs> like that is my goal. I just want to be left alone. alone. But you niggas be mad thirsty. But you won't leave us alone. But you won't do right by us. You did not just catcall me, harass me for five blocks. And still, if I do give you a chance, go out and cheat on me and act the fucking fool. It don't make no sense. Oh, my God. And it's crazy because it's like. It, so there is this um, when outside is open, there's this place called uh, Riverdeck. Mm. I know we, the three of us, we've been there a few. T- uh, we talk about Riverdeck a lot as well. We've been there a lot. And if you, when I go there, to be honest, I'll go and I'll give every nigga who asks for my number, my number. But you know what they get in? They get put on a block list after I leave because I don't want to talk to y'all, but I don't want no problems. I don't want no problems. Now I'm trying to enjoy my night. Yeah. I don't want no nigga saying, oh, you can't talk to me. Oh, you. One time I've been there and I've had a nigga like. Oh, you you're pretty blah, 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 blah. buy me drinks, buy me my friends' drinks, and then literally just going by his business, keep it moving. That's it. Keep it moving. I don't gotta like be all too. up on me and this, that, and the third. Just keep it moving. I I respect that so much. Like, but niggas don't do that. And it, and that's not even just always the case. You don't have to buy a bitch your uh, a fucking drink. You ain't got to do this, that, and the third. She can say, you can say, hey, yo, what's up, man? And she can say, uh, nah, I got a boyfriend or I'm not, I'm, I'm here with my friends right now. You can say, oh, okay, I'm cool. I respect it. I guarantee you a bitch is going to respect that a thousand times more than a nigga on her all fucking night. Won't even breathe. Mm-hmm. And y'all niggas, no shade, but a lot of y'all niggas the type that you, I can't even have fun in the club with my friends. I can't give you one fucking dance, one fucking Wally, and you leave me alone. You want to be on me for fucking three, four, five songs and then follow me around the fucking place of the club or whatever. Like, leave me the fuck alone. It's okay. Y'all don't like moments right now. You don't like to be with a motherfucker in the moment and then keep it moving. Niggas is weird. You took it back. Give me a Wally. Give me a Wally. That's it. And then, and that's why we be giving y'all our numbers or we engage in conversation and shit like that. Instead of just dead in it, because we've seen instances where bitches be getting like we, the, the the baby girl just said no, I don't need you to buy me a bottle of wine. I can buy it myself. Thank you. And the niggas they beat her up outside of the fucking liquor store. I personally know people who niggas threw glass bottles at because they said no. Like I personally, before the the story came out or any of the stories, like mm-hmm. I've seen it, I've witnessed it with mm-hmm, mm-hmm. up. I've witnessed niggas mm-hmm. violate and throw bitches in the trash. I witnessed too much. So Crazy yes, I am shit like that. Throw them in the trash. Yeah. Thankfully for me, the craziest thing that has ever happened to me was just niggas was just that nigga grabbing me by my by my fucking book bag. And the crazy thing with that, I anyway, now I was I was literally I had my headphones and I didn't even hear what he said. Other than that, the craziest thing was a nigga tried to talk to me and I, you know, I was like, whatever. And him, you know, say some some verbally abusive shit to me. Verbally abusive. That's it. But other than that, I have I thankfully haven't ever been physically assaulted other than a nigga grabbing me by 
shit I was wearing. Yo, that's wild. We really, like, we really be fucking scared in the back of our minds sometimes. We be scared, and y'all don't think it's serious. Y'all, like, a lot of niggas, like, I don't know. And it's, and, and when you're, and the crazy thing is, when you're in a relationship with a nigga or you're with a nigga, you're talking or you're dating a nigga, a lot of the, the men who I've been dating or I've dated in the past, a lot of niggas who I've dated in the past, they have like, oh, uh, they're always cognizant of when I'm doing something like, you know, I'm out, I'm going by my day or how are you? Blah, 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 blah. Because they know how their counterparts act. They know other men can be aggressive and act out, and <laughs> they know how it gets. They know how it fucking gets. So they're cognizant of that, and <laughs> they're worried about me when I'm out and I'm in a club or I'm with my friends or my girls or whatever. Blah blah blah. And they're always. I, I and it used to be a weird thing to me. Until I realized, oh, you worried about me. You want to make sure I'm home safe because you know how your niggas get. You know how your niggas get. You know. It's not It's not just a cute thing like you weren't wondering when I'm going to get back to you. No, you're worried about me. And it's sad, but it's true. It's really fucking true. Nah, some of you niggas is weird. And, and some of you really need to fucking check your fucking whack ass fucking bum ass no, fucking I've had fucking friends. I told you, I think I really mentally blocked a lot of the shit and it's coming up because we're talking about it. Like I've even had an experience. I remember one New Year's, I was out with my friends and we went to this house party and this dude been trying to talk to me for like a few weeks now or whatever. Well, every time he's around me, he's trying to talk to me and I curved him. And we went to this party, this house party. I didn't realize the same dude was going to be there. Him and all his friends are there. So I'm just like, I don't feel comfortable. I told you, there's too many dudes around. I just want to leave. I don't feel comfortable. It was too many, too many niggas for me. So me and my friends are like, all right, we're about to leave. Homie's bigger brother, like, I guess older. And he was physically just a big ass nigga, Mm -hmm. like wanted to talk to me. And I'm just like, I I just want to leave. Mind you, I am still, let's make this clear. I'm still a child at this time. I am not 18 yet. Well, maybe no, maybe I was, I was just 18. I was still a child. <laughs> so he, they followed us downstairs in the building, wouldn't let us go. My friends, the friend I was with, who was my childhood best friend, she, we, we two peas in a pod. She don't move without me. I don't move without her. So she realized as like the rest of the girls are leaving, I'm not, she's trying to reach for my hand. I'm not behind her. This nigga dragged me, held me hostage in the lobby and these are a lot of like this is back in my heydays when I didn't know no better so these are a lot of like hoodlums hoodlums like gun hoodlums and we literally had to like fight our way like I have my other friend who happened to been non-binary and literally they fought, fought one of the dudes um Dude threw a drink in my face it was a lot like a lot happened that night but if I didn't have the friends I had or just because I said, no, you about to lock me into, like, God knows what could have happened to me if I got locked into that, like, mm-hmm. apartment with a bunch of dudes. Mm. So, like, it's crazy. You niggas are fucking weird. Weird, weird. And, and just to make clear, I was 18, but it, whoever knows me and ever looked me dead in my face, 
you know they know you have a young looking face and you know what's crazy you mentioned if you ain't had the friends you have a lot of people and you said what you're probably like what let's guesstimate between 17 and 19 no i was i was definitely um 18 i just turned 18 18 is a baby i don't give a fuck when nobody say 18 is a fucking baby you're a baby you don't know nothing i couldn't even buy the liquor that i had (laughs) exactly you can't even buy the fucking liquor and you're talking about your thank god you had the friends you had a lot of other people aren't like that it's not that they're not friends but i feel like me being a person i am I'm one of those, I'm standing by my fucking word type of person. You're a, you're standing by your fucking word type of person. Dom's a, she's standing by her fucking word type of person. Not everybody's like that. And especially, can you imagine at 18? People we know to this day aren't like that. Can you imagine them at 18? Oh, well, he really like you. You sure you don't want to... Next thing you know, you're in that type of situation. Where you're... Shout out to my baby, Lennox. <laughs> all you did, yes... Shout out to Linux, my fellow Gemini sis. What's up? She found the same best friend twice. That is the sad part. Like I literally did. And I don't know how I was trying to get away from one and I found another one. Ew. Anyway, point mm. of the matter is. But the point is that I was weird. trying to make niggas. It's not even just niggas aware. You went to a party to chill out and relax. You didn't go to a party to be sexually assaulted and sexually harassed. And that's one thing that I feel like in our culture, especially as the Me Too movement gets more footwork and more groundwork and it builds, that's a big thing. Nobody goes to these parties and to these events to be sexually assaulted and to be raped and harassed. I don't know anybody who wants to willingly be harassed or rape or sexually assaulted. Do you know anybody? Nah. Either of nah. you? Do either of you know anybody who wants to be sexually assaulted, harassed, or raped? Mm-mm. I don't go to parties Absolutely and events to do that. No. And it's sad. And it's sad that this is our reality. It's our reality. With everything going on currently, with the T.I. and Teeny situation has <laughs> made you reevaluate how you is tiny, but you know what? That bitch don't get no fucking respect. Teeny. Oh, let me finish the question, Dan. Teeny. Teeny. I love the whiz. Anyway, with everything going on currently with T.I. and Teeny situ- situation, has this made <laughs> you reevaluate how you conduct yourself while enjoying a night out? They out here raping bitches, ain't they? That's crazy if those allegations are true allegedly but you know what i feel like they are true and you know why i feel like they are true the way ti behaves i'm so sorry for my my voice um and i fuck all that um ti behaves like like a classic abuser the fact that you want your daughter's your adult, his daughter was an, was an adult at the time of the interview, right? I feel like she was an adult. You want, you want her. She's not an adult yet, but she's a teenager. No, I feel like she's an adult. She's like. Um, no, she's an adult now. She was a teenager when it happened. But even the fact that he did it and then went on the radio talking about it like it was fucking normal. She don't, but they say she don't even fuck with him like that no more. Uh, I mean. I think not since that whole shit um, went viral because 
Now Listen, she's an adult. She's a grown ass woman. You want her checked, mind you. <sighs> medically, that's not even an accurate way to check to see if it's not. Because once again, as women, what is it? The heim. The hymen. The, the hymen like, can be can broken by doing by doing physical activity. Bitch, I if can hit a, a fucking dancer, split. I can yeah. hit a fucking split and break my fucking hymen. So I can be stupid. playing fucking soccer or whatever and, and, and whatever or the basketball, whatever, and break my fucking hymen. You're a nasty ass motherfucker. The, and they said the fact that he was checking that he doesn't want any niggas to do to his fucking young daughter the way he's done to other young women. <clears throat> and I believe it because we've heard these rumors for a long time. And even it's funny because remember when that whole um when Rob Kardashian and China were getting were going through their whole um breakup and Rob Kardashian and T.I. commented on it. And Rob said, You don't want me to speak on the fact that you and Tiny had threesomes with China when she was underage and blah 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 blah. And they was niggas was like, Rob tried to tell us. He was telling the truth. Because China was what? She was a young woman stripping in Atlanta, right? In Atlanta strip clubs. And those are the women he preyed on. Sex workers. Sex workers, they are so vulnerable to this type of abuse. And a lot of the women who were on that um, that young lady's page were sex workers. They were young women who were strippers in Atlanta at the time who just wanted to have a good time. They saw a celebrity and maybe they were um, sexually curious. Maybe they didn't want to have sex with Tia, who's a famous rapper, and his wife, who's a famous singer from his skate. Maybe they did want to have sex with them. They didn't expect to be drugged and taken advantage of because a lot of those people were saying, a lot of those people, um, a woman, young woman were saying that they were sexually assaulted by members of their entourage or T.I. or Tiny's, um, um, their bodyguards. I didn't sign up for that. Yeah, I signed up to have a, a threesome with you and your wife, but not your bodyguard, your entourage or anything like that. That's rape. Anything unconsensual is rape. And when you drug me and I'm no longer able to consent to each and every act, that is rape. That is rape. And I remember, um, not remember, but there's um, Jessie Wu. She is this, um, anybody know, do y'all know who Jessie Wu is? She's like this um, popular um, Haitian social media star. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Sister, sister. Yes. She said she has an amazing voice. She said she was sexually assaulted. She was raped by a man in the industry, a popular man in the industry. He was actually, um, I think she said arrested last year, but he's popular. He was, I think they said like a, a producer on Drunken Love. That's how big he was in the industry. She said that fucking your way to the top, I was just watching one of her YouTube videos, is a common thing. And then she was like, fucking your way to the top shouldn't even be a thing. And I was like, mm, 
<laughs> Some people use this use sex as their thing, but she was saying that it shouldn't be a thing because fucking your way to the top is a gateway for these men to use it as a way for sexual abuse and sexual assault. This this bitch was fucking her way to the top. Why the fuck you can't do it? Bitch, you know you gotta give me this fucking pussy to get to to be famous and to get what the fuck you want, right? Men fucking use it as a crutch. They use it as a weapon to against other women. I don't know. I'm sorry. It's just a, it's a topic I'm very passionate about because I feel like men are trash. Men are not men. Are, not even men. Not even just men because women. Tiny is a woman, and uh, Ti and Tiny have been very vocal on and. And the whole Breonna Taylor, justice for Breonna Taylor and protect black women. And we just have to protect ourselves. I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't know. Tiny needs to protect herself. I don't even know why she's back with T.I., but that's a whole nother, a whole nother session for a whole nother day. Be real petty real quick. She need to protect that motherfucking face because you ugly as fuck. And you know what? Nope. That's what the fuck we get for trying to say, you ain't, she ain't ugly. She cute. She a cute black woman. Yeah, bitch. You're trash. You're ugly. And that nigga don't really fucking want you. And because he don't want fucking want you, that's why you fucking with him sexually abusing other young women. Child, take me out of it. Take me out of it. Once she get, tap me out because I I can go in. So maybe this was the rumor that Phaedra was talking about. She just had the wrong escape member. Oh wow! No, you know what's crazy? They were saying that um, they were saying that that's why Candy took it so seriously because she like there you know in the whole Atlanta crew they're all good friends she was saying that they knew what the fuck like they heard rumors of what was going on they didn't know ex- completely but she didn't want to be associated with because you know candy one thing's for certain two things for fucking sure she bought her fucking coins she ain't want none of that shit to ever fall back on her that's why she ain't want nothing to do with drugs because she don't even fucking drink they sh- they tell you on the show like candy don't fucking drink she don't do none of that drug shit that drinking it was shit or because she has a, a a sex toy business so that's bad yeah she don't not even just a sex toy she don't want none of that shit to fall on to any of her businesses because she has multiple streams of income she don't want nobody boycott any of her fucking businesses that shouldn't got nothing to do with me that's mm. between them yeah, you heard whispers of sex dungeon and motherfuckers forced in. That ain't me. That ain't me, baby. Because there are people who know their friends are doing fucked up shit and they just appease that. Mm, That's crazy. That is I'm going to ask another question. What do you think is one thing you would teach your young impressionable, you would teach young impressionable men in in your life regarding women and how to accept or decline advances? If she says no, then no. At least that's what Levi's gonna, going to know. If if she says no, then it's a no. Levi's handsome. He doesn't need, he don't need to beg bitches for nothing. You don't have to harass anybody. Like, it's the truth though. Like, I don't, I don't ever want him to be disrespectful to women. I don't want him to be, um, I just, I don't want him to be like that because there's no need for him to be like that. I want him 
to treat other women the same way that he would treat me. And I'm assuming that he would treat mm-hmm. me as he loves me. Mm. Um, I remember. He actually, <clears throat> yeah, I'm his first love. Aww. He doesn't really need a girlfriend, but whatever. I remember I had um, a conversation with an ex about um, rape culture, right? And I was, it was, it was kind of like weird because I was trying to basically get across that men need to treat their sons in the same way they treat their daughters. Like you should teach your son not to rape, not to sexually assault, not to sexually harass women the same way you treat your daughters, how to avoid being raped and sexually harassed and sexually assaulted and he just couldn't like i don't know if it it, it wasn't registering to him or he was just like so hard-headed and set in his ways he didn't understand it and my whole thing is if you see a woman who you're attracted to and you approach her and she says no Okay, I'm gonna fall back. That's it. That's what's, exactly. what she don't want me. This there are more women to men in our country, period. There are men every I mean, there's women everywhere. Even Love if you look at, me. you know, if you like looking, remember when we were looking for colleges and you look at the the um the breakdowns, there's I would say on almost every college campus, majority of college campus in America, there are more women than men. So what are you fucking doing? What are you what are you doing all this extra stuff for? There are more women to you. And Sorry. if you got some things going for you, then you won't have to do all that shit anyway. Exactly. So how and you should shit. And then you won't even have these problems. I think like and I think as men, we should be teaching our like I know when I have sons, I'm gonna teach them to check their friends check them mm-hmm. in around them i would love for my husband to check my son if she says no there's no how many uh, like you ever see like a cute video or like a meme on facebook and it's like um if you don't like uh if, if it's something like i don't know like um a young boy likes a little girl and she don't like him and the dad says well son you gotta keep trying or you gotta uh come at her in a different way she said no she doesn't like you she don't like you your son she don't like you nigga find somebody who like you it's never find somebody who likes you it's always <laughs> a try with, probably with men it's always we'll try a different approach we'll try a different way no I know for me, what I would want to teach, like if, when I decide to have children and I have a son. Um, so I, I personally feel like a lot of the reason why men egos are so bruised is because you, you can't channel any other emotion, but anger. So I am like a firm believer in those who are my friends would just say, I'm just so dramatic and overly emotional, but I'm a firm believer in allowing people to realize their emotions and to check in with their emotions. Um, because you can, if you can easily just say to yourself, Oh, wow, my, my feelings got hurt. Cause she said, no, 
all right, let me process this and keep it pushing. But if you automatically, because anger is usually a secondary emotion, if you automatically just go straight to the anger into that 10 stage, you're not even thinking because you are upset because your feelings were hurt, but you can't identify your feelings are hurt. You just got to prove that I'm masculine. Um, So I will really have a conversation about emotion with male, female, non-binary. I don't care who my kids are. Um, I would also... I, it's little things I like men to do, boys to do. So like, for example, I know that a lot of people have issues with gender roles in families. And though I want my kids to learn how to do everything, it's certain stuff that I am going to expect from my son and my daughter that might be a little different. So I know for a fact, like for my son, if you see me walking, you better go get the door because as a man, you're supposed to open the door. So um, and doing just little things like making sure my son knows, like, if you see the trash is full, you need to go empty the trash. You could cook because I know a lot of men who could throw down. I tend to date guys who could cook, which is a plus size, plus side. And, um, yeah, it's just teaching your kids to be just, you know, responsible and emotionally in tune with themselves. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with some of y'all people? Y'all ain't got no emotions. Emotionally available children that's what i want like free i love babies i love kids i love children i want to have emotionally available as children who i can just love upon they can love upon me and we can accept it like and even like you saying like okay so me personally i'm not taking out the fucking trash it's another part of my lifestyle but I'll raise my daughters to take out the trash and I'll raise my sons to wash dishes and we can switch roles and, you know, this, that, and the third. I mean, I'm going to be the one in the house not doing it. But hey, also raise my, when I teach, because I don't know about y'all, but as a, a oh, oh, well, I know Renice is the only child, but Dom has siblings. I was always given like a curfew or you need to, I mean, my brother wasn't and like, um, you need to be home by this time, but my brother can do this, that, and the third. Like, no, absolutely not. You both have the same curfew. You both will be taught the same values, the same things. You will both be taught to look out for each other. And I'm definitely going to teach I'm going to teach my son about rape culture and how to respect women and, and, you know, this, that, and the third, but I'm also going to teach my daughter at a very young age. If you are uncomfortable with how a woman or a, a man or a woman makes you feel with your body, tell me or your father and do not, you, you have to give consent. And if, you're if they don't meet your consent no that is y'all not remember, acceptable y'all remember zach and cody from my sweet life no yeah. i never watched that yeah the two white twin boys i, I know who they were i just didn't watch it one of them i can't remember which one he was at a party and a girl said no to a guy he kept pushing up on him and he fucked him up just saying i yeah. think that's the one who's on the show um what's the show um riverdale riverside whatever it's the one um based on the, the bubblegum um the comics. Yeah, it's- yeah, yeah. I watched that show. That's that's actually a very good show. It's on Netflix. I never watched it. I heard it was good. It's it's a good show. Like, and they have black they have um 
Well, it, two of the black characters, they was both like on the whole. So we did the hair episode last episode and they was both like, yeah, we wish they would have had people on here to do our black hair. Because one of the girls always had like a headband on it. Blah, 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 blah. But it's a good show. <laughs> All right, ladies, let's get to our last question. So our last question. What is one thing that you wish men could understand about consent or reading the room? Read the room, honey. Um, I wish they could understand that if I say no, I meant no. I do wish they also understood that just because you're physically attracted to me doesn't mean you have access to me. And I also wish they understood that they will go far if they just hit you with a, excuse me, miss, what's your name? Where are you from? Baby, can I take you out tonight to the movies, to the park? I have you home before it's dark. Let me know. Can I take you out tonight? Okay, okay honey. I just yeah, let me know. go a little longer. Yeah, I just, let, we let you sing. Yeah, we did. But I just want men to know that, like, if I say no, it's not a personal attack against you. There's no need to get your feelings. Mm. Stop being, stop taking it so personal. If I say no, you don't know, I might have a boyfriend. I might just not feel like talking to anybody that day. So, like there's so I may many- be depressed. I may not be in a mood. I may have just Girl, this might have been the first time I stepped outside in days. Yeah, like or maybe I just don't find you attractive, but that's not a personal attack. It's On not you, like, exactly. Ugly ass. I just said no thank you. If I say no thank you, then that's it. If I'm it's not like I'm coming up to you and be like, no, with your ashy ass lips and your crusty ass knees and <laughs> no <laughs> with your black and cruel season one lips ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the truth like if i'm not saying all that <laughs> yo, she's so fucking silly <laughs> oh my god but like if i'm not saying all of that to you then there's no need for you to cuss me out why well, i gotta be a bitch because i don't want to take your number that's stupid like did, did <laughs> i call your names no i just said no thank you but now i'm a dumb bitch now you want to slap me. Like, what? Like, no, don't take it so personal. Just chill out. There's so many women. There's another mm-hmm. one. Hi. I thought was, was it was a song with um um Sean Garrett and Mario. I thought y'all said bitches is like buses. Miss one next 15, one coming, right? Gucci man. I just want to know. Loving you, loving oh, you, loving yes. you. I'm loving, loving you. Why would you break it? No, Sean Garrett and Mario also on this, so it must be strange. They are, but that's Mario I'm and you know, Gucci. Gucci. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't, mean, I don't mean to offend you, my nigga, because my nigga Gucci. Gucci. <laughs> it's good. One of my favorite songs is Lemonade. Yes. Mm. <laughs> anyway. Lemons in a chain with the V cuts. Hey, let me be up. Let me. I think that shit came out in high school. That was my shit. I it came out in college. No, that shit came out in high school, baby. Mm. Mm, that's my shit. Why did you have to say that's your shit and do that? <laughs> 
I don't know. I, I listen, baby. I used to love me some Gucci Mane, but no, I understand. It was just what you did. Like you grabbed your breast, down, and said, "Lemon, lemon." You gotta stop for um, what's her name, Keisha Dior. First of all, old Gucci Mane. First was- of all, I watched that I whole season. I admit, I watched that whole series when he's about to get married, and I love Keisha Kaior. Oh, that is, sorry. I love her. Oh my god, that was a dope ass series. Uh, uh, I love her Gucci and Keisha. Oh, I love okay, y'all. So okay, sorry, I got what I Um, anyway, these raggedy ass muffin ass niggas. Really <clears throat> a lozenger. <laughs> so one thing. I wish y'all motherfuckers could understand about consent. It's human communication. It's human contact. Read the room. If I am, if you can see I have my headphones in and you try to holler at me and I say, and I just keep it moving. Miss one. Next 15 one coming. That's it. Leave me alone. You don't have to harass me. You don't have to say, to be honest, how many niggas have y'all talked to? And they said one line to y'all, one word to y'all. And y'all looked at them and y'all locked eyes. And y'all was like, oh, I'm going to talk to this nigga. Physical attraction. If I'm not attracted to you, I'm going to keep it moving. And that's it. That's it. You can find somebody else. It's not a whole thing where it's like you should be offended because I'm not trying to talk to you. I feel like men, their egos are so sensitive. They get a, a they get they feel like they're attacked physically when we <laughs> ignore them and then they attack us. But that's not a fucking excuse to physically attack us mentally or physically. It's not. Also, I want to issue a warning to you niggas. Let me give you all my fucking warning right now. I'm finna get my license to carry this year. And if any of you fucking niggas come and step to me or any of my fucking friends crazy this year, after getting my fucking license to carry, I'm putting a fucking bullet between your fucking eyes. I'm not playing with y'all. I'm not. I'm not this year. I'm tired of that playing nice shit. So that's it. That's the fuck it. If my bitch says she don't want to fucking talk to y'all, she don't want to fucking talk to y'all. And that's it, period. Any of y'all motherfucking bitches or y'all niggas come crazy at my fucking friends this year, it's over to y'all. I keep a baby Glock. I ain't fighting with no randoms, period. That's my... I'm telling y'all, after my just, fuck, after fucking I, July this year, that's it. I'm done with y'all. Interject? May I please interject? Ma'am. Go ahead and interject. I just want you to know that I have not asked you to shoot anyone <laughs> on my behalf. So if you go to prison, I'll put a little bit of money on your bills. I'm just I don't saying, collect calls. I'm sick of this shit being a fucking woman. I can't, if, if I, if I do my eyebrows and do my hair, even if I go outside looking red. They really be thinking it's for the, them. Like, why are you wearing all that makeup? I'm not Shut the fuck you. up. Why do oh, I, I half the time I get dressed and I put my wigs on? Yo, sometimes other I go bitches. Out, not for you. Be, especially with the fucking mask on. I don't be like with mask on these days. I don't be doing shit to my fucking face. Niggas be in my face. 
I'm telling y'all, I'm I'm giving y'all this fucking warning this year. Before the end of this year, I'm buying my first fucking baby Glock. And if y'all come at me and any of my fucking friends crazy, I'm shooting y'all. That's just it. What I said. I I'm going to do one warning shot in the air and one in your fucking head and that's it. Don't come at my fucking bitches crazy this year. That's it. Let me tell you what we, we not going to do this way this year, Lorena, or next year. Remember when your parents used to have to pick us up to take us to court in college? We not doing that this year. I'm going to court by myself this year. <laughs> That's it. I did a story for up. another time, listeners, but we used to have to go to court. <laughs> That's it. What, what's up? Court, what's up? Oh, what's shit. up? Leave me and my friends alone this year, period. Oh my God. God bless you. I'm just saying, I'll put a little money on the If I say no, if she, <laughs> she says no, or she look like she don't want to fuck with you, that's it. That's consent. Leave her the fuck alone. But Leave then I have a question alone. for you. Real quick, I have a question. This is a mind fucker right here. So how many people during like when you flirting with your with your person or you like kissing up on them and you're like, no, don't stop. But that's not a real no. That's a real like, I'm a fake it. No. How are they supposed to know the difference? Because men are kind of stupid. I'm just asking a stupid nigga question because sometimes I'm a fuck nigga and I'm a stupid nigga. So I just I just want to know. Read know. the room. The fuck you talking about? Read the room. If I'm kissing on you, how are you supposed to read the room? Listen, 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 like, listen. I'm a naturally listen, 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 listen. My listen, room might be wrong. If we in my room, we in my bed, and you kissing on my neck, and I'm holding you closer to me, and I'm like, oh no, <laughs> but I'm holding you close, and you say you don't want me to do this, and I'm like, Ugh, and I pull you close, that means go ahead. No, but that's not fair. We can't do that though. That's not fair because you can't. You can't be like, oh, niggas. Need but to have he can also get the fuck off me and pull his and put his fuck start putting his clothes on and make his way out the fucking room. And you can be like, oh no. Well, then that's what if we're, that's what we're requiring for niggas to do. Then that's what they need to do. And I feel like we need to be more direct. I I just don't think I don't think that's fair, especially like as somebody who has a son. Like I'm just thinking, what if like. Somebody tries to catch him up doing it. And I'm not victim blaming at all. I want to make this very clear. I am not victim blaming. I'm just saying niggas are a little dumb. So we just need to make things clear. No, I'm saying if she says no, stop. And you stop. And you say, oh, no, stop. And she look at you crazy. She's like, oh no, nigga, don't stop. And you keep going. Well, that's different because then now she's giving you consent. Exactly. And if, if you if you actively stop and you get off and you start putting your fucking clothes on and shit, and she like, oh, where the fuck you going? I, I what the fuck? I was like, all right. I feel like it's different. I'm, but if we ask men to respect our, if we ask men to respect consent, then that means that we have to be. We can't expect them to be mind readers. That's not fair. Like, I understand where you're coming from, but if we're asking this thing of men, then we need to be clear as well. And this is not, once again, I am not victim blaming, but I'm just saying we also have to have that. We have to take on that responsibility. No, but the, the same thing is at any point in sexual activity and sexual conduct, you can, you can rescind your consent. So you I, can be you can be knee deep up in this pussy, and I can say, you know what, I don't want to do this anymore. Get off of me, and you get the fuck up off of me. 
I agree, but I'm just saying, like in that case, in that sense, when we're like saying, "Oh, well, there's two types of no's. There's like a yes, no, and a no, no, no." It's yes. But I feel like that's also why um, it's a whole read the room thing. You, yo, you really want me? If I'm like, ah, no, uh, stop. Oh, yo, you dead ass. You really want me to stop? Let me know. You want me to stop? And I feel like you can't read the room, and the reason why I say that is. If you're in a situation, let's say, so you you went and gave a scenario of you with the person you are just with, but let's say you're meeting up with someone. Um, let's say you're on a date or you went to their house and you're saying no, but they're still continuing to touch you and all this other stuff. Because of everything we just shared in this podcast, we could say no, but still be like, you know what? Fuck it, because I don't have time to be arguing with someone. So you can't say read the room because you can't always read okay, the room. Okay, yeah, because it's only two of y'all, but what wh- what's going to stop you from saying, yo, I'm not fucking with you because you don't know what the fuck you want and I'm just going to be out. So now we're putting all the pressure on men. I just want to pick your brain. No, I'm not saying men because women can be in that same position as well. Yes, we I'm don't putting, talk enough about women actually sexually assaulted. I was about to say we're be we're putting the pressure the we're, let's say we're putting the pressure on the person who's the the one who wants it the most, the aggressor. If you're saying no, oh yo, you you sure you uh uh I'm not as soon as I'm as soon as me feeling you're not 100 percent certain, what's so hard about being the fuck out? What's so hard about getting the fuck out of there? What, but I feel like what's so hard about you saying, yo, you're not 100% sure about about fucking me? Let me get the fuck up out of here. Because one thing for sure, two things for certain, I'm going to get pussy somewhere, especially niggas. Somebody going to fuck me? I'm, I'm going to get pussy somewhere. Let me get the fuck up out of here. You not If you're not 100% sure, I'm out of here. I feel like... And I feel are- like that's... No, no, and I get you're, you're, you want to have a conversation with that person, but in a lot of those situations, it, especially let's say if alcohol or some type of substance abuse is involved and you're the, mo- the most co- coherent person, you can't have a conversation. Sometimes we know you can't have a conversation with that person. Why not protect yourself and get the fuck up out of there? And I, I know no, no shade to what I'm about to say, but I know. Um, in a college um, standpoint, a lot of people say, you know, to black women, a black, a lot of people say to black men, having sex in college with women um, of a different race, they they want to trap you. They, it's that whole like cry rape thing. Be 100% certain. So if you ever get that feeling that they aren't 100% certain or coherent or whatever, get the fuck up out of there. If they really fuck with you and they really like you, when they're sober 100% completely, they're going to consent to it. You know the fucked up part is if both of y'all are drunk as hell, how is someone supposed to know when it's no? And that's where it gets tricky. But one person has to be at least uh, one person that doesn't happen all the time it, it but doesn't. I wasn't going to say have a conversation I was going to say consent is very important and consent should be you and the person actually saying yes we're going to engage in intercourse or whatever course we want to do if, you don't, if you don't have consent that consent can always change at any moment 
that's why that's why i'm putting the pressure on the person who consented it and changed their mind you need to be sure if you want to do it i'm not putting the pressure on the next person because just you keep saying read the room read body language some people that's not but there are there are a lot of people because there are people a motherfucking knows that they're going to a a place where bitches are going to be lit they're going to be drunk as fuck and they're not going to be able to 100 consent and are looking forward to that because they're looking forward to hooking up with a bitch who is they know for a certain because how lit they are they are not 100 able to consent they might put themselves in a position where is there the woman or the man is too drunk to say yes every step of the way so they know they're they're an easy person to have sex with. That's where I'm coming from. I'm not coming from like I I completely agree that as a adult I should be able to consent one thousand percent of the way. Though I mean like if I'm with somebody who I trust and I love who I've had sex with a, a, like you know time and time again, I. I, I I I I should be able to have that moment where I'm like, no, I don't want to have sex, and they should respect it. But for the most part, I'm with it. You know, I'm with it. You know, I'm with it because you know me because we've had sex time and time again. But if you're, I, I'm talking about the, the that person who you don't know is predatory, and are looking forward to that situation where they're in with another person, they know they will be too drunk to consent. I just said that's crazy. And the crazy thing is I've witnessed this. I've witnessed motherfuckers prey on a certain event or a certain party where they know people will be so drunk out of their minds, they won't be able to consent yes or no or consent every single mile along the way. Like Just like with the T.I. and Tiny thing. Like, yeah, I want to have sex with two famous people, like blah, 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 but okay now you purposely drugged me and i won't be able to say no to i I said yes to anal to um vaginal sex with the both of you but i i'm not able to say no to anal sex to the both of you because i'm too drunk and i'm not able to say no to having sex with members of your entourage because i'm too intoxicated and I'm I'm drugged and I've never taken this drug before and you forced me to take it consent consent is a big thing make sure that person is how about we put the per the pressure on the person who is the most sober make sure you're able to get consent before you have sex with that person and if you're not able to get consent what is saying no I'm not going to have sex with this person going to do that's not going to kill you my big thing in life is it's not going to kill you, right? So definitely, definitely get the consent. Ladies and gentlemen, we just want to thank you for listening to our podcast. Um, I hope this was an eye-opener. Like mm-hmm. we mentioned earlier, the month of March is dedicated to women, history, and just being aware of women and just giving credit to women. So for the next few weeks, we will be dropping some episodes that's just really focused on femininity and womanhood and, you know, even more topics like this one, which is real topics we face as women, especially black women. So, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy. Thank you for listening to Life After 25. Make sure you follow our Instagram and join our Facebook group for more content throughout the week. 
set those alerts so you know when our next episode drops and look below in the description box. Don't let anyone steal your joy and have a blessed day, honey. Bye.